Hello, it's Jazz, and welcome to the Diary of an Indie Writer podcast. In case you don't know already, this podcast is my audio diary where I'm documenting my journey as an independent writer and the conversations that I'm having along the way. So I'm back from an energising few days away in the north of England with my family. We stayed in the South Lakes region of the Lake District. We had a little Airbnb cottage to ourselves. It was lovely. It was just a break that I needed. And I'm feeling pretty energised for the new year. I hope you are too. And speaking of the new year, this is the first episode of 2022. Felt a bit strange writing that out in my journal. This morning, I mistakenly wrote 2021 and then had to correct myself. And I suspect I might do that a couple more times before I get used to writing 2022. So anyhow, this is the first episode of the year. And I figured I'd give this podcast a proper introduction, explain who I am and why I've started it what an indie writer or an independent writer even is and what you can expect from listening to the podcast. To start off with, I wanted to offer you some context. I started the Indie Writer blog, which is the blog that accompanies this podcast, back in August last year, so August 2021. At that time, I was running another blog and podcast for creative introverts called INF Club. And I was also getting ready to finish and release my book, The Indie Author. So I had quite a lot going on in the last quarter, if you like, of last year. And initially, I thought that I'd simply change the name of my existing INF Club podcast to Diary of an Indie Writer, and then just continue to publish episodes under the same podcast. On reflection, late last year, I decided instead to start with a clean slate. I see the Indie Writer as a new project with a different focus. So whilst I initially thought that, you know, creative introverts, indie writer, bit of an overlap there. It felt like the right thing to do to start a new podcast. And so what I did was close the INF Club podcast. I brought all the podcast episodes that I published after I announced I was stepping in a new direction on my INF Club podcast. And I brought those over to this new podcast that you're listening to. I hope that makes sense. So essentially, the episodes I'm referring to that I've brought over are the ones that you'll find published before this one. So they're episodes one to 13. And I'd invite you to go back to the beginning and to listen to those episodes, if you're able to and haven't already, especially episodes one and two, in which I share my writing and my blogging journey to date. And therefore, in making this decision late last year to publish under a new podcast, i.e. this podcast that you're listening to, 
there hasn't really been any formal introduction as such to Diary of an Indie Writer. And so what I've decided to do is give a more formal introduction to the podcast and explain the story behind it, who it's for, and what you can expect from listening in. Hopefully that makes sense and that sounds good to you, so let's get right to it. This month on the Indie Writer blog, I'm sharing two pieces called How to Become a Writer and How to Become an Independent Writer, which I'll leave in the notes for this episode. Uh, And they actually give a more thorough version of my story and how I got here specifically how I became a writer and an independent writer. But right now, I'm going to give you the short version. And the short version, or at least a shorter version, is that after working for five years in a corporate job, which was very much a learning and growthful experience for me, and I'm glad I did it, and I do feel that everything happens for a reason, I knew pretty early on in that job that that wasn't it. That wasn't the thing for me. Truth be told, I had a hard time knowing what I actually wanted to do as a career. And after leaving that job, which was a recruitment job in the city of London, I tried a bunch of things out from self-employed things to employed work from trying to start an alternative to university to working remotely for my friend's startup company and a whole bunch of other half-baked ideas and domains that I registered and kind of businesses that I kind of started and then didn't really get off the ground um, mostly because I realized that they just weren't working they just weren't the right fit so there was a lot of experimenting going on And all the while, alongside doing those things, doing this experimenting, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I was writing and publishing things online. Right from when I left my job, it might have even been the same month that I left my job, I wrote things and I started publishing them online, initially on Medium and LinkedIn. And then in various blogs, Um, that I've run since that time the first one was called a happier introvert and there have been several others since which I've started and stopped so I was blogging alongside trying to figure out the work the career that would make me money make me a living and that I would be fulfilled by and this was even even before I left my job in the in the weeks and the months before leaving, maybe even a year or so, I'd come across these writers who ran blogs and had made this a career. But for a while, I was just blogging for the joy of writing things and sharing them online, just for the fun of it, as opposed to making money from it. I think part of that was a, a confidence and a self-belief thing. But I actually think that that was really important for me just to really um, 
yeah, just to really connect with my writing voice and just to write for fun without attaching any outcome or money or expectation to it. And like I said, at that time, I'd seen these other bloggers, these other writers who were making money from their blogs. And I just didn't have the confidence or the belief, like I said a moment ago, to think that it was yet possible for me, for jazz. And then all of that changed a couple of years ago. I started a blog called Introvert Jedi, which I later renamed INF Club. And I then ran a weekly blog for two years. So I posted every week with few exceptions for two years. And this was a game, game changer for me in a couple of ways. I became a writer by writing and publishing to my blog consistently every week, I became a writer. So that's the first thing. And when it comes to thinking about being a writer, a lot of us, myself included, for a long time, can put really unhelpful and untrue expectations on ourselves when it comes to like what that word means, writer, it's really loaded and the sorts of things the sorts of rules and expectations we put on ourselves when we think about what a writer is or being a writer are as follows i must be published i must have work that's been read by others i must have work that's been approved of by others I must have sold thousands or millions of copies, thousands or millions of books. I must be a best-selling author. I must have a creative writing qualification from a university or another reputable institution. And this is this is unhelpful and it's untrue. And what I realized is that the truth is more straightforward and quite freeing. And the truth is this, to become a writer, simply you need to write, you need to write things, that's it. And I found that by giving myself the permission to consistently write things and share them online. I finally felt like a writer. I became a writer. Now, I was actually, as well as the blogging, like I got really, I got into journaling um, and I still journal. And I mean, quite validly, validly, <laughs> I could have called myself a writer with my journaling. But there was something about, for me, this magical combination of writing things and sharing them online, which was really powerful in um, my becoming 
and feeling like and stepping into my identity as a writer. And I truly believe that if you were to write weekly to a blog for six months to a year, no less than six months, ideally a year, by the end of that year, you will have fundamentally changed and grown and you will feel like you are a writer. You don't have to get a publisher or have a certain qualification or have this many followers or readers or anything like that. You simply just have to write. That is how you become a writer. Now, I mentioned earlier that my running my INF club blog was a game changer for me in a couple of ways. I've talked about it being the blog with that consistency. So with my other blogs, I'd run them short-lived from anything from a couple of weeks to maybe a handful of months. And again, it was on and off. It was sporadic. INF club, I published pretty much every week for two years. And that helped me become a writer, feel like a writer, call myself a writer. But there was something else too. This podcast is called Diary of an Indie Writer. And as well as calling myself a writer, I also call myself an independent writer. So what is that? What's the difference between a writer and an independent writer? You are probably wondering. Well, if a writer is someone who writes, an independent writer is someone who writes and makes money from their writing. We live in a, an interesting and wonderful time of opportunity because back in the day, in order to make money as a writer, you needed to be one of the lucky few to get a publishing deal or a job as a journalist or something like that. Both of those things involved asking for permission from gatekeepers. But today, in the year 2022, the internet has changed everything for writers and creatives. All you need now is an internet connection and a platform. And so, as writers, using a blog as our platform and an email newsletter to communicate with and add value to an audience, you too can make money from your writing. There are creatives making money without their own website or blog or platform. Perhaps instead they have a YouTube channel or an Instagram account or they're selling books on Amazon. And yes, that is possible. But the thing is, without your own platform and ownership of that platform, I guess the clues in the word own, ownership, own, and therefore having control and having this direct relationship between yourself and your audience, you're at the mercy of um, 
whichever third party platform you're using, whether that's Instagram or YouTube or you know one of the other ones. Instagram might change their algorithm, for example, to favor paid posts, which I believe is what has happened. YouTube may introduce more adverts. And even if you don't opt into them, which is something that YouTube did, initially there was a choice as to whether you had adverts on your channel and then YouTube made it such that everyone has to have adverts on their channel. If someone purchases your book on Amazon, you have no way of building a meaningful relationship with that person. Uh, There's no way of the data tells you like gives you kind of graphs and jurisdictions and where people have bought your book from but there's no name or no email address so there's no way of cultivating a relationship with that reader and yes these social platforms some of them have replies and dms direct messages and other ways of communicating with your audience who you can build a relationship with over time through these platforms And yes, there are authors on Amazon making six and even seven figure incomes. But the only way to have complete independence and have full creative control as a writer, in my opinion, is to have your own platform, i.e. a website or blog and an email opt-in to be able to have and nurture that direct relationship with your audience. And so in summary, an independent writer is someone who writes and publishes with some consistency and makes money from doing so. I truly believe we live in the most exciting time there is, there ever has been as writers. The only permission we need to give ourselves today in order to become writers or independent writers is our own. Today, I call myself a writer and an independent writer, having made about $4,000 to date from my blogging. All of this came from my last blog, INF Club. And this is why the indie writer exists. I want to help you become an independent writer, whoever you are, wherever in the world you are listening to this podcast from. The internet has opened up a whole world of opportunity for us all. And with this podcast, I want to share with you my experiences and my insights, the things I've learned so far and the things I'm continuing to learn about writing and about making money as an independent writer. Partly through my own solo reflections, just like this episode I'm sharing with you today, and partly through really honest conversations that I'm having and recording with fellow independent writers and creatives, or creators, I'm emphasizing that, O-C, that creators spelt C-R-E-A-T-O-R-S, which is a term that has emerged relatively recently um, as a, in the last 
couple of years, I'd say, to describe bloggers and YouTubers and podcasters and writers and artists and all kinds of solopreneurs who are making money from their creative work. And so in summary, Diary of an Indie Writer is a podcast to share my journey as an independent writer as it unfolds and the stories of fellow independent writers and creators to help and inspire you on your own journey as a writer or as an aspiring writer who wishes to write and make a part-time or a full-time income from your writing. Truly, we can make a living, a career as an independent writer it's very exciting it's something I'm extremely passionate about and um, yeah it's going to be a pleasure to record more of these solo reflections and um, conversations with uh, various independent writers and creators in perhaps different parts different parts of the world different stages of their journey that I'm really looking forward to sharing with you in this podcast and so to leave you with some words that I shared with you once or twice already in this episode I truly believe that as you listen to this we live in the most exciting time there ever has been as writers the only permission we need to give ourselves to become writers to become paid writers, aka independent writers, the only permission we need is not from anyone else, it's from ourselves. I hope Diary of an Indie Writer helps you to embrace and step into that potential you have inside of you, wherever you currently are on your writing journey. Before I let you go, just a reminder that I'll leave those blog links I mentioned earlier, how to become a writer and how to become an independent writer in the notes of this episode. Do check out my blog. It's called The Indie Writer and you can find it at www.indiewriter.net. And there you can learn more about how you can start a blog, develop a blogging practice and make money as an independent writer. If you've enjoyed listening, do make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get episodes delivered to your podcast player as I publish them. And feel free to leave me a review on whichever platform you're listening on. It'll help other writers and aspiring writers find the podcast and hopefully help them out too. I really appreciate your support. Or you can write to me on Twitter. My handle on there is at IndieWriterJazz. Do send me a tweet if you've got a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a guest to interview on the podcast. I'm really, truly interested in hearing from you and knowing what you want from this podcast. So feel free to ask me any questions that you might have or any specific topics about writing or about independent writing that you'd like me to cover. I would love to hear from you. That handle, again, on Twitter is at IndieWriterJazz, that's I-N-D-I-E, 
W-R-I-T-E-R-J-A-S, Indie Writer Jazz. And the other way to contact me is by subscribing to my newsletter over at IndieWriter.net and simply replying to one of my emails. With that being said, thanks once again for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's diary entry. Until next time, bye for now.